Oh, hey, Paul. How you doing? Yeah, really well, thank you, Simon. I just wanted to say I really enjoyed painting in your living room last week. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for coming. It was really, really good to have you along. No, it's my pleasure, man. Look, I was actually wondering, did you want to come to church with me sometime? What do you mean? That that was my church. That's that is not a church. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Views on Podcast, the podcast where Michael, Paul, and Simon catch up. And well, we have to learn to ride a bike again. I think is the phrasing I would use. Learn to and by ride, ride a, a bike, bike do you mean record a podcast? Yeah, I think oh, so. Because yeah. it has been a while, hasn't it, fellas? It's been a long time. Yes. I think I was weeks. looking through in the last episode that we released was a month ago. That's really depressing. And the last episode that we actually recorded was the last time we we sat down to record. That is self-evident. Which was about two or three months ago now. Wow. Oh, yeah, we're bad at this now. Yeah. Out of practice. Please don't expect much from this episode. Oh, I'm, I'm expecting good things. We're going to be talking about uh, churches. I've uh, heard you've done some savage research, no, Michael. No, no? savage. Just, right. just mm. some casual reading on the side. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, bit of Because word on the street pipe, was you, you were preparing for weeks for this, and then he just casually suggests that, like, oh, maybe we could record on church. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I only read three three uh, Tim Keller books and, you know. The, oh, really? Yeah, the history of the modern church and Ugh. how to run a mega church and listen to 54 episodes of a podcast. Oh, 54? Fair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. The usual. No, I actually only listened to, I think it was three episodes of the podcast on the way down here today. Oh, really? Yeah. This yeah. podcast? No, not this podcast. I was going to say, I, that it's would a, not help you. It's a podcast called Q&A uh, for new churches, I think. You're the worst kind of guy, man. You're here to make us all look bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, not a bad podcast. Very, very serious, though. Not uh, as good as ours this podcast. Is, ours is much more fun. If yeah. you wanted to rate them on the level of enjoyable, mm-hmm. theirs is like a two, and we're like a 15. Yeah, Out of 100, on the classic, is that what that is? The classic 18.5 oh, no, uh, rating scale. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, yeah, about 18.5 is the maximum score there. Um, but if you were going to rate them on helpful to church planting. Actual theological date, accuracy and usefulness. Usefulness to church planting. They're probably a, an 18.5. Damn and it. we're probably, at the moment, a, a 1. Yeah. But <laughs> after today... We're going to jump up to like a 17. A 16 or a 17, yeah, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, 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 We've got some profound insights having planned. I mean, we've done we've done a lot of ministry together, planted exactly zero churches, so I oh, think yeah, we yeah. could yep. definitely yep. speak with a varying degrees, but a degree at least of authority, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, we all, uh, in our uni, uni We all days, like sheep have gone astray, is that what you're going to... That is a Bible verse, yeah, yeah. and a song. Yeah. Um, but in our uni days, we all were, um, I guess, ministered to by a church planter. In a, in a sense. In a, in a place that was not a church. No. Frequently well, yeah. proclaimed as not a church. Yeah. Well, actually, that, that's that's a very handy point to jump into the to the <laughs> first question. What is it? What actually is a church? Well, and Simon, why, we're why, isn't, why so. isn't sitting in a paint, painting things in the living room? Why isn't that a church? Yeah, what is Paul. it that makes up a church? Me. You're springing me. I've listened to well, zero the podcasts one who, and you're looking at me on you're this You're the one who accused me of it not being church. Yeah, you did. You, it's on the podcast. Yeah. True, true. I've got to tell you, I'm a little bit... I, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I just... I literally got here and started thinking about church planning um, or churches in general. I think you would... Ha- maybe you could claim it. Like, you could paint in a church service and have couches there. The mi- I think the minimum requirement is, like... In your, this hypothetical situation, Simon, where you were doing paintings on your couch as a church, was there like, were there elders? 
Oh, like I think I was an elder. Yeah. Did you make yourself an elder, Simon? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if that <laughs> necessarily works. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think that that's one. You, it's irreducible. Like you can't have a church without elders. Um, I think Ooh. so. It's always very easy to state it in the negative. Um, you can't do it without. Yeah. Were there churches like in the New Testament? Were there churches where? Where it was obviously church, and then Paul was saying, "Like now, pick elders." Yeah, well, like they were a church before. Go around that. and installed elders. Yeah, yeah. After the church was formed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you don't have to pick the elders, and then they can make a church. Not necessarily in that specific context. So where like the the Christian church is first starting. Not, I don't believe many people had much of an idea. Sure, <laughs> sure. Like yeah, there'll be churches without elders, and you got itinerant preachers who go around and install elders. But with the benefit of us actually being able to read about that um, and understand that it's a vital part, I think we ought to have, like, it's irreducibly, like, you have elders. Mm, right. See, my, my working definition of a church, though, is just a, a, a meeting together of, of believers, in which case there, there, there's no need for there to be an, an elder or a, or a structure within that. Yeah, I, but I this guess. isn't church. Why not? Because our church we are the, broadest, the church. Broadest church, yeah. So you've got the invisible church, every single believer on the earth, sure. And you've also then got church in the broadest sense of the world in the same way that Israel wandering through the desert was a church. Like Ecclesia just means gathering. Like that's what that means. So mm-hmm. you've got, I guess it pays then to define, which we're talking, I think, about the visible body of Christ on this earth yep. for, for mm. church. Okay. See, I would argue that the gathered visible even, body of Christ. Even individually, we are the visible body of Christ. Yeah, okay. We're all part of the all believers are part of a body, sure. Like yeah. everyone gets that. And we're all part of the invisible church, every Christian everywhere. So but I, we're visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do things in the world that reflects yep. on Christ. Yes, yes. I get that. But we're, so we're all part of the invisible church is just it just means everybody everywhere, every Christian everywhere. Okay. Mm. The visible gathered body of church is the specific um the specific gathering that you uh, are a part of right. So you got the invisible expressed through many different versions of the visible. So you go to Hope Christian Center. Yes, that is like an outpost of the invisible church on this earth. Okay, that's that's okay. my working definition. Here. All right. So your, your definition within the, in this context when we're talking about churches is is the outposts. Yeah, the, the small uh, military camps mm. or uh, what's another way of putting it? Well, it's like yeah. a it's like a training room. Training they, room. They, they yeah. reckon it like. All of our life is the game. We go into the um, we go into the locker room style thing. Oh Church, yeah, locker room. Warm That's up, good, yeah. like warm up, okay. get so watering up, hole, and then get all the, right all, back all out the animals there. come in and yeah. they, they drink at the watering hole. Yeah, yeah, from okay. the same watering hole. It's yeah, good yeah. image. Yeah, all different animals. All different kinds of animals. Different yeah. roles in oh, oh, the yeah. ecosystem. Yep. Some of them are drinkers. Some of them are protectors. So it just pays to I think to find that. Otherwise, you got yeah the invisible church, and that's so broad our brain could fall out when we try yeah. and like think <laughs> about that. So I'm mm. talking about visit a visible a gathered visible. body um, mm. of yeah Christ. Yeah, yeah. I think it's helpful to, to to point out though that we're not saying that your church should just be your your training center, your watering hole, your home base, your your local church, but the, the the concept of church should be you introducing people to Christ wherever you go. Uh, and that's super important. Yeah. Um, but today we'll talk about sort of the place where Christians meet together um, to be equipped to go out and do that, and to, it often, to live out the functional body of Christ. And these groups often become incorporated. 
They do. You've just given me the best segue there, Simon. Yeah? Because the next thing I was going to talk about was church politics. Oh, yeah. And everybody loves church politics. Yeah, I imagine, Paul, you're an avid church politician. Oh, man. Nothing depresses me more. <laughs> I think there's, like, politics okay. among... Wait up, wait up. Listen to this, everybody. <laughs> Paul, tell us about Christians in politics. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I will rage for a week. I have this like pent up burning ball of anger inside me that just is begging to come out and I won't let it, Simon. I will not let it. Uh, turn the microphones off and I will cut sick like the North Wind. But until that happens, I will be saying nothing about Christians in politics. So good. Okay. Let's right. do a whole episode on that, Simon. Sneaky when you have to go. Sneaky, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Um, but church politics, um, obviously it's not... Do you mean church polity? Like government or structure or order of church? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Politics, or are you talking about like the the prayer group that's actually a little gossip column or like that sort of politics? <laughs> ah, no, I was meaning, what do you call it? Polity. Polity. What's that, is that a word? I've never heard of that. Google before. it, mate. He's right going to right. polity. Uh, Simon, while I'm Googling this, yeah. do you want to describe to the people the, the competition we used to do on the radio show? The competition, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a, a co- I can't remember what it was called. Dictionary Defenders, it was called. We did mention it in the podcast a couple of times in season one. Uh, it was a game where if Paul used, Paul tried actively to use a word that was not a word mm. during our radio show, and people would have to let us know via our phone or Facebook or whatever mm-hmm. if they picked it up. And if the people picked it up that Paul was using the word uh, in a totally wrong definition, mm. then uh, they they, got a point the people got a point. Yeah. So it was Paul versus the people. Yeah. Sure Michael I and I were on the team Pretty of sure the, the people. people won. Tell me how I went this time, you, Michael. You, you smashed it. Polity uh, is a real thing. The definition here is a form or process of civil government or constitution. There you go. Paul, you're, you've grown up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course I have, matey. Someone is looking at me like I'm Santa Claus and it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, Paul, you're so wise. You're so great. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Yes. So, is that what you meant? Is that what yeah, you yeah, wanted to discuss? Yeah, the church polity. I guess. Yeah, yeah that's the way we're going to run with that. Right. Um, right. How churches function and and what your what your thoughts are about. Uh, there's so much we could cover in here. management. Management. Mm-hmm. Uh, the legalization of the church structure as well. Logistics. Compliance to government. Where do you want to take this? That's your job, man. That's it. Oh, <laughs> that's who you are. That's right. your function let's, in this let's, piece. Let's start firstly. Let's talk about. Uh, the the legalistic side of church, the complying to our country's laws. Oh, okay. way, way to pick the most, the least interesting. Well, I'm gonna do that. And we'll just do it <laughs> briefly, and then we'll jump on. Because yeah. I think there's an important thing to say that that is important, but I think a lot of churches do it poorly. Okay. Would like you be, agree? Be a non for profit. Is that what you're talking about? Well, there's the non for non for profit. If I can even say the words, Pretty thing sure that people do, profit or or the actual incorporation where you, where the building that you Living becomes like a little, I don't know, business sort of thing that your church owns. Okay. Um, like a function center. Oh, um, right. But I think a lot of churches kind of do a pretty bad job at combining business and church community together. Okay, so you mean like having the op shop that runs on a weekday in the church building? You think, is that what you mean? Yeah, kind business. of. I guess, I guess so. Or are you thinking Hillsong? Not to mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of you are talking about. So, <laughs> well, you know how when you incorporate something, yes, yeah, there has to be members. True, exactly. And those members of that incorporation have a say in the running, 
in the governance and, yes. and the running and who's elected. Uh-huh. Um, and I think oftentimes churches try to squeeze together uh, church incorporation members and church like body members into the same thing. And I, I think churches try and juggle that very poorly. Obviously, you guys haven't ever really experienced this. No, 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 no opinions. Okay. Are you a member of Kingo? Absolutely. I'm on the staff team, man. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're that necessarily a, a member. No. It, it absolutely is a requirement. Okay. For okay. Kingo. Yeah. And it's right. like to do basically any ministry job there. Or like lead a Bible study, be a youth group yep. leader, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. have to be a member. I, I'm not sure if I was ever a member of Hope. No, man. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> so that's what you're talking Okay, I get you now. Yeah, so, so there's like this really weird yeah. sort of like... What is what is church membership and how does it all fit together? And church membership, I think, is vital. Get people on board and on mission. But what does that mean? What is church membership? What What do you a- mean? Are you a part of the company of the church now, or are are you just someone who comes to church? Are you working for the church when you're a church member? I that's all, what I'm getting at. I think churches okay. define that very poorly. I don't think it's necessarily that poorly defined. For us, we say to be a member, of, like we'd love to have you every single Sunday. And we're not going to thrust a disclaimer in your face if you're new. So we're not going to say, yep, yeah, you're signing a right, away your right to whatever. whatever. But if, if you but come we and do. we say, you, like, I want to be a part of this church. Yeah. I want I want to be, we say, all right, this church has certain doctrinal beliefs, which we be, believe are definitely found in scripture. We, 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 we pray that you adhere to these. Um, if you don't, that is okay. There are 17 other different churches in Kingston and we, we you know, keep warm and well fed. Off you go. But if you want to be a part of this church, um, we would love to have you. Here's what we believe. If you believe, come on in. Like, let's get on mission together. Yep. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. It's not a. It's not as big a thing in uh, brethren, open brethren churches. No. Just yeah. because the entire brethren movement was a breakaway <laughs> from yeah. everything that yeah. Reformed yeah. and Presbyterians yeah, yeah. and Anglicans. I think I, at the same time that brethren that. churches... Maybe more so than reformed. What is it? Is it Dutch reformed? Is that the? It's just the title? reformed, but we're all Dutch. Just re- okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, uh. Paul's top choice. We we tend to blur that line of business member yeah. and church it's, member together. It's, be- it's because after we did away with it, we realised we needed it. Yep, and, and then tried to bring went, it oh, in, in a different way. In church. But yeah, <laughs> let's make them the members of the incorporation, and yep. then sort of poorly define what that involved. Mm. So this is this is pretty much a non-issue for you guys. You haven't thought about that yet. No. So maybe we'll do an episode in the future about that. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. How to run a church, though. Yeah. Well, that's that's the next bit. Is mm. how do you actually structure running a church? Is this what you call politics of a church? Uh, it, or essentially, church I mean, I, I've got a couple of things I'd like to say around about like what you do in a church, what you should do. Mm. Um, but I, look, I don't want to steer what, this what, thing. What should you Go. do in a church, Paul? Well, I think. Unlike you guys, right? Like from from the top, you, you think guys I don't are, do you, these things. You guys are brethren, right? Basically, mm, basically, te- oh, you yeah, brethren beliefs. You sure. basically well, describe. Technically, we're we're members of the Christian Community Churches of Australia. Now, what that means, formally if you, known like, as, if you, <laughs> if you never don't, formally, <laughs> if you don't know what like a brethren church is or a form church is, like uh, Christians come in all different shapes and sizes. Mm. The two thousand years post Christ, we've there have been variations in ways that we interpret and understand the Bible. Mm. Interesting to note that like, while various different religions have various different offshoots, the reformers aren't trying to bomb the brethren. Like we, yeah. We're obviously still Christians. We still love each other. Mm. We just do things differently. There have been times in the past, Yeah, but I 
I'm excited to say that in Tassie, at the moment, it it isn't happening Don't as much. Don't think we're not planning to bomb you. I'm just saying he we means real bombs. He means real bombs. Actual, yeah. actual bombs. Yeah. He means actual factions I, of religion I killing doing each other. Uh, <laughs> you can picture Paul with a bright, like soft red glow from the red button. Yeah, <laughs> silhouetted Paul Off with a glow. <laughs> but I I think. Um, and de- f- my experience, albeit limited from working is m- in ministry, is that you will always find stuff to fill your time up with. Like there is an infinite number of things that you can do in a church that will take up your time. And that number w- you will never get. It's the sort of N plus one. Oh, yeah. N being the number of things you do plus one is what <laughs> you have to do. Like yeah. <laughs> you can spread yourself so thin and more will be required of you. I like the passage of the first church in, well, early church in Acts uh, Acts 42, talking about the, the new believers. I reckon you could run a really good church focusing on the four things that they focused Acts what, on. what, 42? Acts 2, 42. Oh, right. We'll post this on the something page yeah, on yeah, the yeah. website. So yeah. you, could website do a really, yeah. you could run a really good church. Um, oh, what I was, where I was going with the brethren thing, by the way, is that I like the idea of not employing a minister, by the way. I think we should try and have a church structure that is lightweight, malleable, not really heavy and requiring much of much people. I remember talking to you, Michael Laws, you were like, yeah, you could run a pretty good church in three days a week. Like that that sort of idea. Yeah. Earn your wage elsewhere. As use long your as time. you share the responsibility well. Of course. Yeah. That's what you want. And, and realize that you're not the one who's the boss of the church. Yeah. It's actually yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is what I like. So the new believers in Acts or the early church devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, one, two, to fellowship, three to the breaking of bread, communion, and four to prayer. Mm. So, yeah, so you've got apostles teaching, fellowship, breaking of bread, prayer. Like That's if a you good just, If you're like, we are going to do these four things really well. Yeah. And you the, could, that's a lightweight structure. Yeah. Um, mm. And I love that. And the apostles teaching is the Bible. Yeah, now. the word of God. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's, a, that's a good point. Because the next thing I wanted to talk about was about the idea of uh, leaders within the church. Mm. And obviously in the Bible, it talks about uh, different responsibilities of leaders. And I mean, there's the classic that gets punched around Christians when they, they argue black and blue about whether or not men, uh, women should be in ministry <laughs> or not. Um, and then there's the the, the list in First uh, Timothy about the requirements of, of an overseer or a deacon, um, which are pretty big yeah. Asks, <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and I, what I wanted to would talk about here is sort of like when we come together to do those four things, to, 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 to dig into the word, to pray, to have fellowship and to take communion. Mm. Um, they, in, in an ideal world, we'd like to say that we're all on the same page and that's, that's easy. We just get together and that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but there's got to be some sort of structure to that. Uh, and that's where leaders come into it. The people who, I guess, ensure that those things happen in in in, in the right way as well. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys' thoughts on, on church leadership? Simon, do you have... I've, I've heard a lot of my own voice. Oh, I didn't catch the last half of the question. Uh, just what are your thoughts on church leadership? <laughs> Ignore everything else I said. What are your church on, yeah, thoughts I, on church leadership? I subscribe to the same... Uh, thing that Paul was just talking about, how he admires that we don't have a paid minister and that we ascribe the leadership of the church to God. Mm. And um, we have elders and mm-hmm. deacons and mm-hmm. you know various teams that all share the work. And I think at my church, Hope, 
Uh, they do a really good job of sharing that around. I've, I've, I've been in churches where the elders do everything and hmm. I mean, it's good for them to be in charge, but it also then gives them that element of control. Whereas at Hope, you've got an entire different team that actually sorts out the teaching. Hmm. Like the elders kind of have input mm-hmm. into different series and what we should look at. And they say, we need to cover these topics this year. And the teaching team go, all right, we'll work with that and we'll sort out some stuff. We'll yeah. call the teachers. And mm. it just saves a heap of time for everyone. Instead of making it a uh, a seven-day-a-week job for one person and mm. stressing them out and burning them out in five years mm-hmm. um, and having to get a new one, and then the church direction goes, whoop, yep. over to the left <laughs> direction every four and a half years. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Brand new name. That's right. <laughs> yeah. New names, new branding, You're everything. probably like... Instead of doing that, everyone does a little bit every week. Rather, mm. I just to press you on, you have to start, you were like, yeah, we, we like not having a paid minister and having God as a leader of the church. Mm. I, I'm sure you would agree that like with paid minister or 10 paid ministers, they're, they're not saying yeah, that no, God no, is not the I leader. Know. Of, like, oh, I yeah, know, yeah, I know, yeah, but, yeah. but it is harder. All submitting to it, Christ. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. can be harder. Can be, yeah. not is. I, I can think be. one of the dangers of having, and I think, I guess I'll put the, what commonly comes to mind when people think of church leadership is they think of a pastor yep. or a, a priest or a, a minister who is the head of the church. Or a bishop. Um, yeah, yes. Maybe a bishop. I think bishops are more like head of I, was, I don't know. communities. Well, that's just, it's words. another word for elder. I th- well, I was reading something the other day. Anyway, move yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. Either way, yeah. when people think of churches, they think of that. They mm. think of one head and then all the people under the church. Yeah. Yeah. And when really nominal... Christians. What, what does nominal mean? Oh, nominal. Um, just kind normal? of. No, oh. no, just kind of don't really. Yeah, nominal Christian is someone who hasn't actually bought in. Goes to goes to church on Easter and Christmas. Ah, the, the when they Christians. think of the leader of a church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't yeah, think yeah, of yeah. God. They think of. Okay, cool. Sure. Yeah. Um, what we think of that is that that kind of structure. Yeah. And the danger there is that that person has or tends to have no checking process in place of where their direction and their leadership is going within the church. Not to say that some churches don't have that. Mm-hmm. And I know some churches that have done that sort of one leadership position but guided by a team of elders who are above yeah. them. I think that's what you've really got well. you yeah. to do. But yeah, entrusting the direction and the future of a church to one person is, is a very dangerous thing. Yeah, we've seen that it go badly. Because might have all the right motivations, but trying to find out what God is telling you and what you're thinking is good is, is a very difficult <laughs> and very balancing task. Yeah. yeah, and we've seen it happen like in the public sphere so many times. It, it's like quite an insanely powerful thing, like being the pastor of a church. There's a lot of people, they all look up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's just got to, if you are prone to pride in any way. And let's be honest, we're all prone to pride. I'm very prone to pride. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. that would be very, very tough yeah. um, to be... To be uh, like the leader, mm. you are the yeah. guy, the elder, like that sort of yeah. thing. That would be very tough. Yeah, yeah. It's also, I think it would be interesting to come across people who still see you as like an Old Testament priest, like <laughs> the pastor is their way to God. Yeah. Mm. That'd yeah. be tough. Yeah. It, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. I, um, I, I don't mind the paid thing. I might one day do paid ministry. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not setting up any barriers. I think it's easy to get to a biblical position like from, say, 1 Corinthians, that, yeah, it's a good thing. You can take a wage, no problem, no problem. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, like at the moment, I'm a big fan of the earn your wage elsewhere 
come and do like two or three days a week. If you keep your church structure light and simple, you can do that and mm. do it well. And if you, there's four or five of you who buy into that, suddenly you're talking about like two full-time positions yeah. worth of stuff. Yeah, well, at Hope we have uh, four, or I think it's four elders now, um, and I think like six, seven deacons. Mm-hmm. Teaching team has, you know, six, seven people mm. on it. We have a care team, which is kind of like the specific deacon role of caring for orphans and widows kind That's of thing. That's cool. And yeah. there's like five or six people in that. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, though. There's one one reflection on like elders. I don't know what you guys think. If, you're, if your church doesn't have the cattle to produce elders, if you don't have anyone feeding of the sort of 1 Timothy, Titus, 1 Peter style eldership, disband and go to another church, I yeah. reckon. I'll... I, I hear what you're saying. Mm. I just want you to qualify that because yeah. that could be very offensive to some people. <laughs> tell me. Tell me more. Why? Why do you think they should disband? Because there are a very specific set of requirements Yeah, in those passages that I listed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think they're aspirational. I don't think it's you want men in these positions who want to be this way, who want to be above reproach, who want to not be given to anger or drunkenness. I think they are to be that way. So if you have elders yeah. who are doing that stuff and are not are not growing more like Christ, just like just disband, just disband. Mm-hmm. They they're not they're not um, doing a good job of an insanely important and um, well instituted. Well, well, I got distracted by my phone. Sorry, oh, uh, they're not doing a good job of the biblically instituted role of elder. Yeah, mm. and you, and to say that oh, but there's no one else is not a good enough excuse. Disband your church. Mm. Or and just go somewhere where there are good elders. Like, I think you need that. Yeah, yeah. The mm. church leadership is important. Yeah. And getting that right is is helpful. Trying to do things on your own again, mm. even as a as a small group, um, is unwise. There's there's just a way in which active disobedience against God hurts you. Like you've got in one Peter where he's he's talking about hus- husbands and saying like, treat your wives really well so that your prayers aren't hindered. What if the guys who are actually running, like the elders, the guys who are meant to be leading and guiding and shepherding your church, are not are doing a bad job of being elders, and their the prayers are hindered? Like mm. that's yeah. the last person you want leading a being the shepherd of a flock. That's terrible. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, mm. totally agree. Well, look, that's just about all we have. We time need to do for another for episode on this sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's yeah, so yeah. much more to say. And look, I'm, I'm thinking uh, one question we didn't even get to touch on. Uh, was the whole concept of dealing with brokenness and sin within the church context. Um, and I reckon that's a five-part episode series. Yeah. In time, right? <laughs> Another day. We yeah. need to just do a whole day on church and just chunk it into 60 minutes. We could do that. And then, yeah, let's yeah. do that sometime. That'd be fun. Well, look, guys, it's been fantastic having you along for this ride. Um, we, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, maybe you've had a bad experience with church in the past. Maybe you love your church and you think they have some really good things. Maybe you you really agree with Paul or you really don't agree with Paul. Um, <laughs> so it's pretty much the two categories yeah, our yeah. listeners are divided uh, look, into. Look, we, we want to know about these things so that we can uh, produce things that, 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 that talk directly to you. Yeah. Um, so let us know. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, you can email us directly if you really want to, I think. No, they can't. You Paul told M- when I first started... To say that in like a second episode when we had an email address, he said, no, no, people can't email us. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh. let's stick with that then. I'm sure there was a good reason. You can't email us. You can get us on Facebook, on Twitter. You can get us on every other social media concept known to man. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd, that'd be great. 
Look, that's that's all, guys. Uh, I hope you keep living the dream. It's been real. Mm-hmm.